Welcome friends. I'm Sarah Ann Stewart, and this is the Awesome Inside Out Podcast. Now, I'm not sure how you ended up here today, but I want to welcome you with open arms. Because while our paths may be different, I'm going to take a wild guess that we share one common desire, to have a deeply fulfilling, extraordinary life. And we both know that that life starts inside of you. If you want to say goodbye to anxiety, frustration, and negative self-talk, and say hello to peace, mindfulness, gratitude, and living your best life, you've come to the right place. In each episode, we're going to dive deep into mindset shifts that give you the power to decide how you feel, not the media, not social conditioning, and not your past. Then you'll discover how to use this inspiration and this new sense of confidence to be the best you, the you that you are meant to be. So get ready. It's time to feel incredible from the inside out. Hey there, thanks so much for tuning in to another interview episode on the Awesome Inside Out podcast. As always, it's a pleasure and an honor to share this space with you. If you enjoy today's conversation, the absolute best way that you can always support is by leaving a five-star review, subscribing, sharing on social media, and passing it along to those people that you love that would also benefit from today's conversation. It would mean the world to me for others to have access to this conversation and also to become part of this movement. So thank you so much in advance. Also make sure to stay till the end as I'm going to offer some applicable takeaways and a fun challenge this week to upgrade your health and your life. All right. So right now, more than ever before, I'm hearing from so many of you that are having these feelings of anxiousness, uncertainty, fear, and this ongoing stress that maybe you've never felt before. And so I encourage you to take a moment right now to check in with yourself, to observe how you're feeling, to notice how your body is feeling, to notice what sensations are coming up, to notice what's present for you and true for you right now. So if you're feeling anxious, unsettled, fearful, lonely, sad, I want to let you know you're not alone. This past year has been a challenge for so many of us in so many ways. And while many of us learn to exist, right, and push through our feelings of anxiety and stress, there is actually other ways to manage anxiety and stress that are more in alignment with our highest well-being. And so new research and studies show that you can actually heal anxiety. You can actually minimize uncertainty and even let go of fearful thoughts through the use of food, movement, and holistic modalities. Yes, that's right. So by avoiding anxiety-inducing ingredients and choosing foods and supplements that support a microbiome, address any nutritional deficiencies, and balance our hormones, we can eat our way to a calmer state of mind. And further, we can also move and breathe our way to a calmer state of mind while also changing lifestyle habits to achieve a calmer state of mind. And there's no one more knowledgeable on this fascinating subject than my dear friend, Liana Warner Gray, a certified nutritionist and the best-selling author of several books, including The Earth Diet, Cancer-Free with Food, and her new book, Anxiety-Free with Food. Liana's coaching practices help thousands of people improve and heal numerous conditions, including acne, addiction, cancer, diabetes, depression, heart disease, and more, all by changing what 
they eat. Liana is also the founder of Liana Supplements, which is now available at Vitacost. I've spoken to Liana in the past on the podcast about her incredible journey to healing cancer through food. And today I'm excited to bring her back for another conversation about the power of food on our mental states. We are also going to dive into the mind-gut connection, how the food industry contributes to anxiety and eating disorders, and a few simple methods of self-care that you can incorporate into your daily routine for internal healing. And so grab a cup of tea, a coffee, a green juice, your drink of choice, a notebook, a pen, and join us now. Welcome, Liana, to the show. Thank you so much for being here. I'm so excited to have you back. You're the first guest that has been, has revisited and <laughs> is returning to the Awesome Inside Out podcast. So thanks for being here. I'm so excited to, to talk with you today. I've missed you so much. Oh, thank you for having me. It's so good to be back on your podcast. And yeah, I certainly have missed you. I haven't seen you in person. Usually I see you all the time. <laughs> <laughs> I know it's so weird. It's like, it's like whenever you're posting about, you know, going to, you know, sponsoring this health event or that health event, I'm like, I used to be at all those health events and now now everything's social distanced and Zoom and and all those things. But I'm still grateful that we get to connect quite often and share updated life experiences and things. And I can't wait till the day to get to hug you again. But until then, we're we're here on Zoom and excited to dive into all the amazing things you've been up to this past year since our last conversation, specifically um, your new book, Anxiety Free with Food, and your new supplement that you just launched. And I think that this conversation is particularly important specifically for right now in history because of how many people are experiencing anxiety. I can't tell you the number of clients who really never experienced anxiety or fear or worry that are now coming to me with this experience. And so I would love to start with your relationship to anxiety, kind of how you got inspired to write this book and and how you've seen it help people specifically during this time of the pandemic and even moving out of the pandemic, right? So as things open up, that doesn't mean necessarily that the fear or the worry is gone because we've just been a year of intense change. And I think that's really important for people to hear is that you know just because we're coming out of it doesn't mean necessarily that we haven't been programmed in a way that is fear-based or worry-based. And it doesn't mean that we shouldn't take the right steps to do the healing and have the tools that are needed to, to get us out of right this anxiety and this for me it's been this low grade anxiety that really hasn't gone away since since the pandemic started mm-hmm. yeah i mean anxiety is just something that we're always going to face i think like no matter what in life there's always going to be something and things can catch us off guard and all of a sudden we're triggered and we have anxiety so it's certainly something that we should be very wary of and aware of and have some tools in our toolbox that we can <laughs> combat anxiety with and since the pandemic, so stats have gone up to one in three people are suffering with anxiety versus one in five in 2019. So there is a lot more anxiety around the world and especially in America. And it's interesting because I did this book, I signed the contract with the publisher right before COVID hit. It was in February and we talked about it the year before and in 2019. And I was like, I'm really interested in writing about and learning more, researching more and doing recipes for food and mental health. And then when the pandemic hit, I was like, wow, this is so timely, you know, so meant to be. And so I started doing so much research 
for the effects that nutrition has on anxiety. And one thing that I found is just the most fascinating is that we actually have a lot more power and control for anxiety and for controlling anxiety than we realize. And when I did these re- this research, I saw that science was telling us that some foods and substances are anxiogenic, which means that they cause anxiety immediately. And then some foods are anxiolytic, which means that they reduce anxiety immediately. So I don't think enough people realize this, that as soon as we put something into our mouth, we can get instant anxiety and to what degree it's different for each person, but we can be triggered immediately from whatever is going into our mouth. And then also vice versa, we can put food into our mouth that will calm our nerves and be neuroprotective, protect our brain, make us feel so much better. So I found that was just so fascinating. And then the reason I wanted to do this book was because I was experiencing anxiety myself and it was felt like a heightened amount of anxiety. And I'd healed my body you know, with the tumor in my throat. And that's what, when I wrote about cancer free with food and things were going relatively well in my life. And I was doing a lot of like the inner work and I was like, why am I having so much anxiety? I was like, is this? Mm. And with healing anything, if we look at where it's coming from, we can say, is this mental? Is this emotional? Is it spiritual or is it physical? And I thought, I have a feeling this is purely physical, this anxiety, because I'm I'm healing all those other areas and I feel good with them. So I went and got a blood test done and the results came back. I was blown away because sure enough, I was deficient in something that if we're deficient in, we will have anxiety. So I was deficient in omega-3 fatty acids. And this was just fascinating because when I started researching for the book, I realized that if we have certain nutritional deficiencies, we will have anxiety. It's just a symptom of having nutritional deficiencies, including Mm. magnesium, including vitamin D, the omega-3 fatty acids, and also some proteins like B vitamins. And so the functional doctor I was working with said, why don't you try taking these fish oil supplements? And I was so resistant to taking supplements in general. I'm a food person. I've never been a supplement person. And I also don't want to eat fish every day. (laughs) You know, I'm mostly plant-based. I was like, Mm -hmm. I just don't want to do it. But I was feeling so much anxiety. I was like, okay, fine. I'm just going to try it. I said, I'm just going to do an experiment. And this is good for anyone who feels resistant to changing up their diet. Just say it's an experiment. I'm going to try it for a week or two and see how you go. So I tried it for a week and I felt a major difference. I couldn't believe it within days. Just from taking these fish oil supplements, I felt more calm and balanced. And I felt like my brain felt more whole, if that makes sense. It didn't feel as scattery. I was able to focus. I felt energized, but calm at the same time. It was incredible. And so when that happened, and I've been taking fish oil supplements every day since then, by the way, um, and I get tested regularly to make sure my levels are all good. So when that happened, I was like, I definitely want to tell more people about this because I have a feeling that a lot of people are suffering with anxiety unnecessarily because of certain nutrient deficiencies or because of certain foods that they're eating. And so if we don't have to suffer with anxiety from those reasons, you know, why should we? We we shouldn't. And so that just takes care of the physical component. And then, Mm -hmm. yeah, so write about all that in the book. Amazing. Yeah. I I love what you said about getting curious. And so I think so often we are so stuck in our ways and we will even look up to an expert that's doing something very specific to how we're doing it. And we're following them and we put them on this pedestal and we're like, anything off of that course is wrong. right? And we're not willing to expand our gauge of what other potential opportunities are to heal ourselves. And I think that often comes from wounding, right? It often comes from like often even being in the discomfort is comforting to some extent for 
some of us. I know that's true for myself. And so I love this idea of this experiment, right? Just experimenting, getting curious, recognizing, okay, I can try something new. That doesn't mean I have to stay with it. I can go back. And I love also, and I think this is really important for listeners to hear, is how important a functional or integrative doctor is because they're looking at things very differently. They're looking at the emotional, the mental, the physical, and the spiritual, not just, okay, let's give you this Band-Aid approach of this prescription to, to fix the problem so you keep coming back and getting the same prescription every single month. And so I think that's a very important part is that type of practice is really about healing the root cause and minimizing it or mitigating it versus the Band-Aid approach, which we see so often. And for my life specifically, what is so interesting is that when I look back and when I was having panic attacks um, and really having these large bouts of anxiety, it was really when my lifestyle wasn't great. It was when I was drinking a lot. <laughs> it was when I was eating processed food. It was when I was in the modeling industry, not really having clean eating protocol. And what was so frustrating to me, and I'm sure you've seen this a lot, is that when I went through my eating disorder protocol, which a doctor prescribed to me, it was like I was going to a therapist, but I was also being told there's no good food versus bad food, which they were saying. And this Crazy. is a hundred percent based on my experience. And so again, this is this is from my personal experience of this, that I was given like white food and they're like, there's there's no right or wrong. Just it's important that you just eat this white bread or this pasta or whatever is in placed in front of you, there's no right or wrong. But when I look back on that experience, it infuriates me a bit because had I known and had I done the research that that was actually causing more anxiety, I recognized that it wasn't actually helping heal my body or my mind. And so I'm mm-hmm. really excited that we're having this conversation now because it's really important that that we start to recognize that food is part of the healing journey, even when you have disordered eating or whatever you're going through, right? And sometimes we're diagnosed with a chronic sickness and the anxiety comes from, you know, now having that sickness, but then it's important to use the food to manage your mental health as well. And so I'm curious what types of food you're recommending, what types of food I should have been eating (laughs) during that time and what types of food I should be integrating into my diet now to manage what I consider still this somewhat low-grade, low-grade anxiety. Yeah. I mean, food really is medicine and food is power. And so it definitely should be part of the healing journey. And also when our physical body feels better, we tend to have more of a better spiritual experience as well. We're more open. We're not <laughs> focusing on our physical pain. So we really can tap in to that source and that love and abundance that's there. And then also, of course, when our physical body feels better, we can mentally, emotionally heal as well. So it really can strengthen us. And so the foods that I write about in the book are like the top foods in the world for helping reduce anxiety. So these are anxiolytic foods, so proven by science and researchers to help reduce anxiety. So there's a ton of science my book for people who love to really just get into that. And so some of the top foods, and it also infuriates me as well when doctors say that, like there are no good and bad food. If we want to move away from the good and bad label, we can just say there are foods that give us certain consequences. And some consequences are very negative and some are very positive. And so that is certainly a truth. And I, I wish more doctors would become functional for sure because it's, yeah, I mean, they don't go to school for nutrition. They do the 12 years of medical school and they do zero to four hours on nutrition. So they're not nutrition experts and therefore they should not be able to be giving advice on nutrition. I'm not able to give advice on drugs as a nutritionist. Yep. And since COVID, I became a certified nutritionist. I did a lot of studies and as a nutritionist, we can give advice on nutrition, but we're not allowed to give medical advice, which is totally fair. So 
should be the same. So hopefully, you know, more doctors will become more aware of that and perhaps like read some of the foods from this book. So the top 10 are, well, number one, out of all the research I did, number one, it came to dark leafy greens. And dark leafy greens, I know it can sound really boring to some people, but they just give us so much life. And there's so much chlorophyll in dark leafy greens. So it helps put oxygen in our cells. It helps to get circulation going. It's also really high in magnesium. And that's one of the nutrients that help to reduce anxiety is magnesium. And actually, quite a lot of people are magnesium deficient. So if anyone is experiencing a really crazy high amount of anxiety, I would suggest going to get a blood test. You could also get a gut test done to check your microbiome and see what's going on there as well, because studies have shown that certain gut issues can create anxiety as well. So you might be mm-hmm. able to start getting some relief like immediately so as, you, as soon as you start eating some of these foods. So dark leafy greens, and if people don't like to eat dark leafy greens, I recommend just taking some chlorophyll drops and putting that in water. And that way you're having a completely neutral drink that you can't taste the greens, but you're getting some chlorophyll and magnesium from that. Or you could do a green smoothie or a fresh green juice, but that is number one. And then also on the list is ginger and turmeric is a really powerful anti-inflammatory as well as ginger as well. And ginger has the ability to cut off some pain nerves. So that's why it's a natural pain reliever. So that's really powerful for anxiety. And broccoli and broccoli sprouts is on the list. And then good healthy fats. So coconut oil, olive oil, those are on the list. Avocado as well, wild salmon. And I found a lot of interesting research on plant-based versus meat eating for anxiety and also things that are on my controversial list. So things like coffee, alcohol, dairy, nightshades, and fermented foods. Those are all on the controversial list because those foods can cause anxiety for some depending on the person, but for others, they can really help to heal and reduce anxiety. So there are some Mm. that are proven anxiolytic and then there are others that are anxiolytic, but only for some. And then there's a whole list in my book also that are the foods that are purely anxiogenic and just cause anxiety for everyone. Mm. Yeah, I think this is really important. And I bring this up in so many podcasts of going back to bio-individuality and what works for someone necessarily isn't going to work for us. And that's why I love what you referenced earlier, which is you really have to do experimentation, right? You really have to Mm -hmm. understand that the wisdom of the body is often... And this is a Buddhist concept, but usually the wisdom of the body is it's more informative than the mind. And so the mind is going to, you know, what every other expert is telling us. But if you can really connect to the wisdom of the body, that's going to speak to you and tell you something very different. So if you notice that you're getting anxious or you're moving to your phone to avoid something or you want to use social media as a distraction because of that feeling that's showing up, then it's important, right, to pay attention to, okay, what did I eat right before this? What did I eat this morning? You know, keeping track. And that's why I think having a food journal, not to count calories, not to to count carbs, not to count macros, but to really recognize, okay, what is the effect of these foods that I'm putting in my body in terms of how I feel? And so when I do a food journal, it's more about how are you feeling emotionally, mentally, physically, spiritually versus how many calories did I eat? And and I love that you keep referencing that some people respond differently than other people. I think that's so important. Yeah. It's all about bio-individuality. And with my clients that I work 
work one-on-one with, they do all do food journals just for the purpose of them to get empowerment also of, okay, I'm eating this food. This is what's going in. And they can really keep track of how they feel. So yeah, Mm -hmm. that's a great tool to use. And I'm curious in terms of what you used during the pandemic and what you're using with your clients, let's say separate from food to, to support anxiety, fear, worry. I'm assuming probably meditation, mindfulness practices, but is there anything else specific that you found in your research or science that really is supportive of shifting out of those anxiety states, especially when we're using food or other distractions to avoid the the anxiousness that we're in? Yeah. I mean, trauma therapy is something I do recommend to a lot of people and we've all gone through some kind of trauma in our life, people to different degrees. And so oftentimes when we're trying to avoid something or we're using a stimulant to to not feel bad, there's something underlying there. So I always recommend them to work with somebody with that to really get in there and, and do that work. I mean, and that process can take like 10 years for some, even mm-hmm. longer for some, but that can also be a cause of anxiety. So really doing that, that's like, I call that soul work, like going in, mm-hmm. do you have soul wounds and really looking at that and taking that really slow and be really kind with yourself and going through that process. And then also there's some really interesting studies that I found I came across that was not expecting that people with a strong prayer life and meditation life do have less anxiety and less health issues than people who don't have a prayer life at all. So people who feel like they are supported and they are loved unconditionally and they you know have the support of God or the universe and that can help so much. And there's a great biblical quote that says, cast all your cares on God. God does not want us to be anxious. So if we're anxious in in that way, spiritually, we can look at that and be like, okay, God, I'm freaking out about this. You know, here, let me Mm -hmm. give it all to you and trust that you're going to take it and you're going to help me. And, you know, some people might be feeling guilty about things that they've done in the past. I mean, we've all made mistakes in the past that we're not proud of. I've certainly made Mm -hmm. many of them. And so that can really eat us up and cause so much anxiety and wreak havoc on our nervous system and cause so much stress. And when we stress out, that can create a different gut microbiome. And then that can create more of a long-term anxiety. So it's like this whole vicious cycle. Yes. So really like healing those things and then breathing techniques as well. So so a lot of people aren't breathing properly and I'm not taking in full capacity of their lungs. So taking in full breaths. So really taking in big breaths, breathing out. So doing breath work and doing stretching and yoga, meditation can help immensely. And that can help keep us kind of keep our head more in the clouds or keep our head more in the spiritual realm rather than just being so immersed in this physical reality where we can just get so caught up, especially caught up in material things or day-to-day stresses or stress Mm -hmm. about money. And so that can just help us to stay really elevated above all of that. And so those are the techniques that I speak to my clients about. I mean, mostly I do focus on the food nutrition part of it. And since researching my book also, I learned a lot about supplements. And so putting my clients on those have helped immensely too, because especially with anxiety, some people can just feel so overwhelmed to get in the kitchen or change their whole diet or take something out that they love or add something in can be really hard. And so Mm -hmm. I often start, Mm -hmm. like if people have severe anxiety, I say, well, here are the supplements that you can just drop straight into your gut and it takes 30 seconds, it's done. And you can feel really good about that. And it does create a really healthy gut microbiome in the Mm -hmm. gut and they're neuroprotective. And so when I was researching the book, I wanted to research 
research all the top supplements in the world. And these supplements are like herbs and things we can also do in tinctures and we can do in teas or they're in powders and capsules. And so I researched the top ones in the world. And then I started taking like 50 supplements myself. <laughs> and then I thought, okay, let me just formulate all this in one. So I created like a powder and started putting it in my smoothies. And then last year, I actually developed my own formula for my own supplements, anxiety-free supplements that just came out in February. And so like just recently (laughs) this month. And yeah, so now all my clients with anxiety are taking those and having great results, feeling so much better. And it's no surprise because if you look at the ingredients, they're all anxiolytic, they're neuroprotective, they're also immune boosting, they're really good for the gut. And they have those dark leafy greens, the spirulina and chlorella Mm -hmm. in it as well. So that's a good way to take care of that. They also have ashwagandha and turmeric flax seeds. So they've got the good healthy fats in there. I wanted to keep them vegan. With anyone with anxiety, I would recommend looking at taking omega-3 fats. And I didn't want to put omega-3 fats in my supplements because I think you need to take a lot of those. So I wanted to keep it separate, but it does have the flax seeds, so it has the good fats with that. And also echinacea, swissandra, ginkgo, bilberry, and celery. Mm. Yeah, I love that you... I love that you allowed yourself to pivot from we can get all of our supplements and all of our nutritional needs or macro and micronutrients from food to maybe we can't. And I think that this is really important. So funny, I I was just on a call with Dr. Gundry last week and I was like, I'm up to like 50 supplements. Is this bad? And he's like, no, I take like 80 to 100. (laughs) I was like, okay, I don't feel so bad. And he was like, you have to remember that the food supply is no longer where you're going out in in the back of your yard and picking organic food that is, you know, is glyphosate free, GMO free, pesticide free. Like we're consuming food, whether we're we're conscious of it or not, that is is not picked during the ripest time. It isn't harvested, you know, to the extent that we would be getting a complete source of those nutrients that we need. And so it's important that we supplement. And I think that more and more often we can let go of feeling guilty around it. And I think it's really important to notice also, I love how you reference this vicious cycle because so often what I see with my clients specifically is we're in a state of anxiety and then we use food and not the right food, but we use food to manage the anxiety, which that food is then disruptive to the microbiome, which is increasing the anxiety. And then it becomes the cyclical pattern versus you know using a supplement or using different foods to when we are in that state of anxiety to just become conscious between the trigger and then moving towards the food and saying, okay, well, what could I actually do in this moment to support this versus suppressing and managing it, right? And there is a difference to that. And that requires a level a level of awareness. And so I'm so excited that you created this supplement. I'm curious where people can get it if they're, if they're listening, they're like ready to jump <laughs> on board. Sure. Yeah. It's on Vitacost.com exclusively right now, which is the home of supplements. And the founder created it 22 years ago when his mother got cancer. And so it's they sell a lot of discounted supplements. It's great. So Vitacost.com and you can just type in anxiety-free supplements or Liana's Organics is what I titled the business. So you can find them there. And I'm super excited for people to try them. I've been getting feedback where people feel it within one day. And when others are taking four days, they can definitely feel a difference. And so I'm so excited for everyone to to try them. It just seems to level out, you know, personally, my nervous system and it gives me energy at the same time where I feel calm and it helps with cognitive function. It's just, it's a great anxiety support for sure. And it also supports focus and mood balance. I love that supporting the mood balance as well. Mm-hmm. It's not 
not feeling like on edge. And it also promotes nervous system and immune system support. And it's also all organic ingredients, of course. If you know my my early work, the earth diet, non-GMO, I'm all about eating as clean as possible, as close to nature as possible. And that comes from my upbringing in Outback Australia with the Aboriginal people. So I wanted to make these supplements like very healthy, very clean, no fillers or anything like that. And um, no preservatives. Yay. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's just so important to keep coming back to how do we set ourselves up for success? And I think that starts with self-awareness, right? It's about making these conscious choices that might feel more, I would say, challenging in the beginning. There might be that discomfort of, okay, well, now I have to go out and get these foods or, oh, I need to order the supplement. But in the long run of things, it's actually not only decreasing our anxiety, but what I always reference when it comes to, okay, well, that mindset work, that mindfulness work, that extra step to cook the rest recipe that is supportive to decreasing your anxiety, taking the supplement, well, that's not only going to help you with anxiety, it's going to decrease your triggers to your partner in your career. Like All of your life is going to be exponentially better because you're making this effort. You're taking that extra step. And so often there's the avoidance and then triggered in the relationship, which and then, and then we like lash out because we haven't taken that moment to pause and breathe. And then that creates more anxiety or we're like frustrated during a meeting and we're not really present at work. And then that causes more anxiety. So it's like, it's, there's this ripple effect that I see. And I think it, it's about coming back to, back to our truth and saying, okay, well, if I make this extra effort now, then it's going to impact holistically every, mm-hmm. every area of my life. So yeah, absolutely. Sometimes doing. we have to just get out of our feelings and we need to be logical and say, <laughs> I don't feel like making this food right now, or I don't take, feel like taking this supplement or having this green juice. But logically, I know that it's really good for my body. It's neuroprotective. I always feel energized and positive after having it. So logically, I just know I just have to do it. And so I practice this concept a lot with my clients. It's the do it anyway concept where you just do it anyway, even if you don't feel like it, even if you're emotional, even if you hate it, in fact, but if you know that it's right, because there's this, you know, sometimes we can sabotage some things. So sometimes we just got to lift up out of those feelings and be logical. And also, especially with taking, you know, my anxiety-free supplements, they're all adaptogenic herbs. And so they do help us, like what you said before, to not be as triggered. So there's like this feeling of being on edge with anxiety. So if we kind of look at adaptogenic herbs, like they're our superheroes inside, like inside our cells and they're ready to combat and they're strong all the time. So they make us more resilient to stress. And Dr. Mark Hyman said that if you're trying to avoid stress, you're living in the wrong era. There's just so Mm. much stress and we just have to accept that. But what we can do is we can build up our body, our mind, and our spirit to be as strong as possible against stress. And it does take time. Like I started working out at the gym. I've always been into yoga and, and running, and but I've never done weights or anything like that. But I saw a long-term goal. I saw, okay, until I'm like 80, 90 years old, you know, I want to be lifting weights. I just, we have a human physical body. I was like, for me, it feels right that I need to have some resistance and like get some strength because I didn't have great like muscle strength. And so I started working out with a trainer for the last year and a half. And I have only this last month started to get to a like a, a better place of feeling with it. It's taken a year and a half. For some people, they're like, what? I work out of the gym all the time. No problem. That's not how it is for some people. You know, it's like, it was really stressful for me to go to the gym and lift these like heavy weights. And I was like, felt very hard and very draining, very tired. I'd procrastinate. But logically, you know, I knew that it's something that my body would really benefit from, especially in my, when I'm 60 and 70 and 80 years old, I'll really benefit from having some muscle tone. And now the last year and a half, I've gained four pounds in muscle 
muscle and I've gone down 2.7% body fat, which is amazing. I feel so much stronger. Now I can lift things, you know, lift heavy boxes if I'm whenever, like if I get packages and stuff like that. So it just takes so much time, but I had to use that do it anyway concept of, you know, I really hate the gym, but I'm going to do it anyway because I know that it's my body's really going to benefit. It's so interesting because I've never heard that reverse approach and I love it because right now more than ever, I think even what I teach, it's very much like feel your feelings, move forward with what feels really good in your body. But I think the problem with that, which I'm just talking through on this podcast with you, Mm -hmm. is that often the being in the feeling is that negative emotion, right? It's the sabotaging energy. It's the fear-based worry conditioning. And when we're in that, it's like we almost have to allow the logic to step into place and say, okay, what's the science behind this? What's the research behind Mm -hmm. this? How do I know that down the road, this is going to be good for me? And it's almost like spiritually holding the vision of yourself once you get through the, oh my gosh, I hate going to the gym because that's what I've been conditioned to believe is that the gym is awful. You know, it's it's holding that vision down the road and saying, okay, down the road, I see myself strong being able to lift boxes and lift weights. And I just love that reframe because I do think, especially right now more than ever in, in the teachings of be with your feelings, we can get so stuck in those that we don't take action. Mm-hmm. And I've noticed what, that's the difference between my husband and I is I get so stuck in the emotion and I'm just like in it and I'll be in it for a day or two where he's like, mm-hmm. let's go, like, let's get out of it. Let's do something to move through this emotion. And logically, this is going to be better for you because it's going to get you out of that. And it's been a really beautiful learning during COVID specifically to see someone that does that. Like he's just logic. <laughs> and like, mm-hmm. I need the proof. I need the research. I need the science. And for so long, I'm like, feel your feelings, but I can see how that works. So that's, that's an amazing way to present that sort of shift. And I think eventually, right? I'm curious if you're now enjoying the weightlifting because you're seeing the benefits of of your body getting stronger. Yes, this is what I mean. Like now when I go to the gym, there's less resistance. I'm not like, oh, and it's, it's not as hard for me to think about it, to think about going or to actually organize myself to get up, get dressed, you know, drive there or walk there, go to the gym. Um, and it's a lot easier as well. And now that I've seen the results and I'm not trying to like lift or anything. I mean, if you guys have seen me, I'm, you know, I just want to be like a fit, healthy person, not like doing being bodybuilder or anything. This is just health for life. But um, yeah, and after seeing the results on the that body composition of the four pounds of muscle, I was like, wow, this is actually working. But it took a year and a half. And the first like the first year, I was like, uh, I don't know about this. I was like, this is not working. I, I don't know. I just, but I, you know, I stuck with it because I knew it would take a while. I didn't know it would take that mm-hmm. long. And I think also these days we get caught up in that. Like we want instant results, instant gratification. Mm-hmm. And, and it doesn't work mm-hmm. like that. And, you know, some of my clients, they've been say binge eating in a vicious cycle for like 16 years. And then we work together for two months and they're like, I've only lost two pounds. And I'm like, I'm like, hang on a minute. Let's put things in perspective. How many years did you, were you binge eating again in that cycle? And they're like 16 years. I'm like, yes, so we need to be way more patient and yeah. good things do definitely take time. So I'm so glad I kept up with the gym. And when I first started working out my trainer, he's like, you need to you know, do some weights if you want to see results three times a week. And I was like, what? I was like, that is not even possible. I was like, that's a lot. So now I do one session a week with him and then two times a week by myself. And now it's just easy and it flows. And yeah, it feels really good. And I feel my posture is better because I have more strength now, my abs (laughs) and my back. And it does feel amazing. And this is how people feel when they've eaten healthy. And this, when I'm working with them with the earth diet, you know, I tell them it took me four years to get body transformation, like true transformation. The tumor healed and dissolved in three months, but it took a good four years where my body 
you was really, I looked in the mirror one day and I thought, whoa, I did it. I have a new body now. Like what? This is amazing. Like complete transformation. And it just, yeah, it definitely takes time. And also men, we got to realize that men aren't as emotional as women. We are the emotional beings. They're more logical. So Mm -hmm. there is a big difference there. They're able to, to work through that a lot more. And I used to be that kind of like that new age approach of go with your feelings and stuff like that too. But I was not getting anything done. I would eat whatever I felt like and look where that got me. You know, that got me having a golf ball sized tumor in my lymphatic system. I literally just every day ate what I felt like eating, which was fast food and chocolate and gummy bears. Every time I had a craving, I was like, okay, I feel like eating that. I'm going to eat it. So it's a concept that I think that people are exploring more in terms of if we're feeling bad, we can be like, okay, yep, the logical needs to take over. But when we're feeling good, we can trust those feelings more so than when we're not feeling good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think it's, I think there's two parts that I just want to reference really quickly. The first is this is why it's so important to work with a functional or integrative doctor if you can. It's why it's so important to at least get labs done. So you have mm-hmm. a reference point of what you're deficient in because then you at least know why you're having the discomfort. And then you can have that logical side of it of like, okay, mm-hmm. I get why I'm feeling crazy. I get why I'm having this anxiety. It's showing up in my labs. I'm seeing that I'm deficient. I'm not going crazy. And so that you have that logical reference point. And then I think the second thing that I love what you're referencing is that self-love to me is about discipline. It's really about Mm -hmm. saying, okay, this isn't about just doing the things that feel good because what feels good sometimes is the avoidance. It's like, okay, it's easy to just pop a diet soda or you know, go out with my friends on a Friday night and drink or eat pizza. Self-love is actually that discipline. It's looking and saying, okay, there's going to absolutely be discomfort to get to a place where I'm healthy, I'm happy, I'm fully aligned with my truth. And I want to take care of my body because my body is this vessel and this vehicle that's carrying me through life. And that's the difference that we're seeing. And I think we're moving into that space where more and more people are saying, yeah, I love myself and I care about myself and I want to integrate self-care. And that doesn't mean it's always going to be you know, bubble baths and <laughs> massages <laughs> and like getting our nails done. <laughs> you and I both know that's a journey and it takes work. It's a lot of work. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. And it's, it is a lot of discomfort until it becomes the new norm, until it mm-hmm. becomes mm-hmm. comfortable. Yeah. And it's yeah. yeah. And now you and I, you know, we're a testament to this. Like you and I go to lunch and we're drinking green juice and eating salads. And that's, that's our first choice and we're enjoying it. And we're having an amazing time and amazing conversation. And we feel energized after, but like both of us look back on our lives, like that would have been like, if we would have met in Australia when I was back, in Australia, we probably would have been eating the junk food together. But but now it's like, this is just how we live. And I just want to empower the listeners to recognize that this can be your way of being if you choose it to kind of move through that discomforting, that discomfort in the beginning. So yeah, do you have any final words? I know we're like wrapping up, but I know we could talk for days. So I don't know if there's anything you want to leave with. And I also want to make sure everyone knows where to find you, um, where to get your book and get your supplements. Yeah, we just say for anyone out there who's feeling crazy, you know, if you're experiencing anxiety, go and get your labs done and just see if you're deficient because it can be completely just a physical imbalance. And so just like take that pressure and stress off yourself. And then, yeah, thank you so much for having me, Sarah. It's so great to be back. And people can connect with me on social media uh, at Liana Werner Gray or The Earth Diet on Instagram or Facebook, LinkedIn, Twitter, all that good stuff. And my book is on Amazon, Anxiety Free With Food. And my supplements are on vitacost.com. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, love, for being here. And I will make sure to plug all of that in the show notes 
notes. And I definitely recommend grabbing your book. I have it right here. I have it like all marked up. <laughs> like tons of marks throughout the whole book. And we'll definitely be getting your supplements as well. So thank you love for being here. Can't wait to see you hopefully soon. Yes, hopefully soon. Bye everyone. Wow, what an eye-opening and beautiful conversation with Liana. I love her so much and I'm so thankful that she gave us her time today to really share with us how we can shift out of some of these unpleasant emotions into a happier, healthier state. And so I trust that you enjoyed our conversation and that you too are feeling motivated and empowered to take charge of your healing, both physically and mentally, just like Liana shared. Throughout the past year, I know so many of us have felt challenged. And I know personally, I certainly have experienced my own share of dark, dark moments. But knowing the impact that our diet and our movement and breath work and healing modalities can have on the body and the mind is so comforting. And for me, it was so empowering to know that I could always go back to those things in order to regulate and shift out of emotional states. And so take a moment to just be with this conversation today. Take a moment to notice what is true for you in this moment. Often one of the most powerful parts parts of moving through anxiety, fear, and uncertainty is just to first be in the acceptance of it, to witness that it's true, and to allow yourself to feel into it versus trying to avoid it. And so take time this week to really journal on what thoughts, feelings, emotions are coming up for you. How are you interpreting these feelings? How are you moving through them currently right now with the habits you have in place and the way that you're currently living your life? And then offer yourself a few actionable steps this week, maybe from Liana's advice or something that you're feeling intuitively. Connect to your heart and your truth and ask yourself what will support you in shifting out of these states of being into a more joyful experience that is more in alignment with your highest well-being. And so I also want to invite you to join the Awesome Inside Out Facebook group because so often this journey can feel so alone. And so this space is a private space filled with beautiful hearts coming together to encourage and uplift one another. If you're interested, all you have to do is search Awesome Inside Out Facebook group and it will pop up and you can join for free. And for anyone who's already part of that group, thank you so much for helping us build such an epic, beautiful community together. Also, if you've enjoyed today's conversation, I recommend listening to my first podcast episode with Liana on how she healed her body from cancer using healthy, nutritious foods. Also drop me a message on Instagram. If you've been listening to these podcasts, let me know what's been resonating. What do you want to hear more about? How can I support you? And of course, always make sure to tag me because I want to also celebrate you and share your wins with my community. Also make sure to drop me a message on Instagram. If you've been listening to these podcasts, let me know what's resonating. What do you want to hear more about? How can I support you in becoming happier and healthier? I'm here for you and I want to celebrate your wins. So make sure to tag me at Sarah Ann Stewart. And until next time, I'm sending you so much love, a massive virtual hug, and I'm trusting that you're going to have a beautiful, incredible week ahead. All right, that concludes this podcast. It is my honor to always share with you. But hang tight because I have one last thought. You are here right now because you are ready. Because while many of us share the feeling of wanting more, not everyone is willing to do what it takes to get it. But you are here, you are ready. So this is your opportunity now to take what you just learned and implement it. Make a pact with yourself to put just one thing into action. Just one. Write it down, do it, and share it with me. 
And if you benefit from it, it would mean the world to me if you could please spread this movement and share it with one person who you know would also benefit. We are all in this together. So thank you for being here and part of this movement.